If I was homeless, I'd starve to death or go dumpster diving at Sonic next door. Yo, 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 what's up everybody and welcome to Nartog, it's season 3, episode 27. We coming at you right now in the heart of the coronavirus pandemic. <laughs> Quarantine Studios. Quarantine Studios. I'm your host, Corey. I'm hopped up on vitamin C. I got diarrhea. With me as always is Lori. <laughs> and Tripper, Tripper, the hand sanitizer, Gripper. We ain't fucking around. No, we are can't. Drinking, yeah. rubbing alcohol, spraying yeah. each other with Bray yeah. Clean, mm-hmm. bathing in hydrogen peroxide. Mm. Staying clean. Whew. Some fresh tips after bathing in Whew. hydrogen peroxide. I'm just rubbing myself in money, just trying to get germs. <laughs> Shit is gross. How's everybody doing out there? <clears throat> this is terrible. Man, shit's wild it's in the spooky. streets. It's spooky. It's right wild. I mean, I think I don't have yeah, COVID. I, me too. But Man. you don't know, apparently. Nope. Well, I'll tell you what. Straight up, they closed schools for the rest of the year, yeah. which is never a good sign. Virginia schools <laughs> that closed. That shit does not say to me, stuff is going to get better real soon. Man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my buddy texted uh, the group chat earlier. He's, he has a daughter that's a senior in high school. No prom. Oh. No graduation. None of the, like, Poor all the things. Dang. Nothing. You get nothing. Yeah. Dang. White people problems. Nah. That's first the, first world problems. That's, that's everybody. <laughs> first world problems. That's across across the U.S. Yeah. Can't look at colleges. I do feel bad, but at the same time, it's also like can't shit do happens. nothing. I don't know. This is this is the story you get to tell your grandchildren now is that you never get to go to prom. You never got to have a high school graduation. Yeah. Maybe this maybe this is the Earth trying to de-softify. I hope so. The next generation. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> suck it up. Trying to be like, you thought everything was convenient. Psych. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all those things that, like, the luxuries, yeah. now you hate them all. They're gone now. <laughs> better enjoy that Netflix, fucker. You better. <laughs> God damn. Yep. They closed a whole bunch of shit. Everything's closed. Do you know that my average screen time was on my cell phone? Oh, my shit went up. Last week? Oh, yeah. How much? Five and a half hours Ooh, per day. Son. Whoa. I was Five at and a, a half day? hours per day. Per See, day. No, come on. That's a lot of time. That is. Yeah, well, Are you I'm, working? I'm wor- working, working from, from home, home. So you're on your phone? And <laughs> then all of my friends, yeah. for the most part, are unemployed right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a constant group chat. That makes and sense. And so all day long, and I've got my phone plugged into my computer, so it's always charging and then providing better internet than my home internet. And it's just all day long. Zzz, zzz. and it's like today someone sent uh, a picture of a jigsaw puzzle of that large guy with the huge weenie Mm -hmm. that's like been making the rounds Mm -hmm. and like that's the kind of stuff that happens all day long (laughs) 
know. So I guess when you're at work, you don't get those messages normally? Well, because everyone else is usually working as well. Oh. Huh. This is a whole nother pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a group, it's a group chat <laughs> pandemic <laughs> happening right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> no one. It's not looking good. Like, it's not. It's not a good situation. No, it's not. It's not. But what are you gonna do? I don't and know. It's beg, already here. Beg Nartog listeners to PayPal some goddamn money. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, last last episode, I was trying to make fun of boomers and saying that this was gonna like, you know, just only kill them. But apparently, that's not the case. No. <laughs> apparently, Trevor was wrong. That it's getting young people. So. Yeah, so everybody needs to just stay the fuck away from each other. Utilize our technological advancements and um, don't talk to people, which is what people want to do anyway. Why is this so hard for everybody? People don't want to talk to each other. I will say I do do feel fortunate that someone has not made the decision for us to not go to work. Like, we can still go to work. Yeah, we are considered non-essential, but we are considered in Virginia... um, as a non-essential retail, and as long as we abide by the less than 10 people, cleaning constantly, having sanitizer available, those types of measures, um, then we can still be open. So and you have space. We have plenty of space. Um, we're This week, um, we have a lot of, like, uh, not a whole lot of actual motorcycles, a lot more, like, piecemeal, like, uh, welding projects, um transmissions engine work that kind of stuff so it's not a whole lot of people having to bring their motorcycles yeah so in. while you guys are off work and you ain't doing shit and you're working on your projects and you need shit done please bring it to us yeah because the the we of, should be busier than we are yeah. on the but other, i get it motherfuckers are scared on the other end money. of things yeah financially we are definitely like not where we should be projected uh for the whatever so i fired myself i'm currently unemployed i applied for food stamps um and <laughs> see how that goes uh we have a couple calls into some uh to work out better credit situations so that's what you gotta do and apparently all you people out there that are listening if you don't know this little tidbit of information if you do have issues with bills and those things if you call you have to say that it is because of the coronavirus thing. Yeah. And if you don't, I don't know why. I guess it's because that is written in all these corporations' rules that if that if your financial hardships are a direct result because of that, then they are able to help you the fuck out. Well, because the corporations know that even if it's not happening now, at some point the federal government's going to say, "Give me your that makes sense COVID-related yeah. bills." And we'll take care of it. That yeah. makes sense. Yep. So if they have documentation that, that they lost X amount mm-hmm. of dollars because of it. Yeah, dire- right. Directly because of That makes sense. I didn't think about that. You mm-hmm. smart as fuck, Trevor. That's why you on this show. You the brains. <laughs> yeah. Laura's the good looks. And I'm the fart jokes. What up? Come on. Did we have questions for the seat? Dude, we got mad questions. Well, I also put out there, I was like, what are you guys doing with all your downtime? So because I kind of wanted to you yeah, know, yeah, let's see hear what, what the was going got. on. So, uh, some people we got a fair amount of still working, um, still working, built my exhaust this weekend while playing social distancing. And I feel like that's, I've noticed a lot of people are, are doing it. Some people are like still working from home, feels like house arrest. <laughs> <laughs> um, just gotta put a backsplash in this kitchen. 
Nice. Nice. Uh, strange limbo. All the time to work on choppers with no income to spend on them. <laughs> Harley plant closed, so I'm making a whole lot of headway on my excess build. Nice. Um, my sister said not working, attempting to homeschool a three-year-old and not to eat all the food. <laughs> <laughs> but that baby is so cute. Um, I was working until the I was until they said not to. Going to be slamming together my '76 Ironhead chopper. Hell yeah! I worked for FedEx and it feels like Christmas season again. I oh, want to cry. I bet. I can imagine y'all are getting fucking rocked. Yeah. Uh, so truck drivers, mm-hmm. I think, are starting to pick up. That's good. Which is which is good because I, I I heard through the grapevine that we were actually in a a trucking recession before. Right. So, not this, anymore. This might help that a little bit. Yeah, totally. Um, pretty much all of my buddies that are tattoo artists shut down. Yeah, done. So today, as of today, it was mm-hmm. definitely like day. no more tattoo shops. Yeah. Um, Greg shut his shop down. He said, "Shut down till April 30th. I will come up with dumb questions to continue to bother you with." Uh, lots of people. Some, I don't know. At least with our response. There's a fair amount of people that are still working, which is good. Yeah. Um, our friend Haley, who's in school out in Arizona, she said she's still working, but mm-hmm. school is all online. Oh, crazy. Working on a bike in a friend's garage and painting more. Working on bikes, but it feels pointless because no one can pay. But what else are you going to do to keep sane? Right. Carl says working, exercise, walks, meditation, snacks, pool, <laughs> pocket pool, music, and documentaries. Good job, Carl. Mm. Um. Working from home. Yeah. Uh, We had a guy, Jonathan Rico, um, said thank you very much for putting out the podcast last week. It saved him um, from becoming terribly, um, what did he say? I don't know, from going crazy, basically, because uh, he works at Whole Foods and, yeah. Oh, man. Making the whole, making shit more tolerable. Hell, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm, because, yeah, he's like... It feels weird. Um, people look at me strange when they ask how I'm holding up, and I say, "Good, just riding my chopper and enjoying these empty roads." And yeah, the the grocery workers out there, it's wild because there's not any more people. Yeah, like we didn't have like a refugee crisis hit our streets, right? And somehow there's no food. Well, well, I do have so the hot items. Yes, I went to the grocery store the other day okay. and I took note. Toilet paper, still a hot item. Yeah. Beans. Yeah. I went Beans, to, clean the fuck out. I tried to go buy some lentils just because we were normally out of lentils. Yeah. And no lentils. No rice. And pasta. Motherfuckers are hitting carbs heavy right now, and y'all ain't exercising. Y'all need to look yeah. out. Right, but they're preparing. Fat boy summer. Right, they're preparing to... Uh, be preppers basically. Well, for yeah, the, a lot of people buying ammo and getting guns. Like yeah. motherfuckers is geared up, yo. I'm like, whoa. I don't think. It's I don't know if we're there yet. Hot in the streets, just <laughs> you yet. know what I mean. But god damn, yeah. Apparently, you can't find uh like shotgun shells any fucking where. Yeah. That's because everyone thinks like you is going to be the uh, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Well, it's not. I, there still ain't no goddamn zombies. I've been waiting a week, and I figured it would happen by now. Yeah, we we even watched Zombieland too, just to like brush up. <laughs> My buddy Adam, who he's in Seattle, so he's in the middle of the shit for sure. Is putting together Star Wars Lego sets, watching music documentaries, and smoking weed. So 
Mm-hmm. I was wishing I, that uh, I had a good puzzle. It's like this big <laughs> puzzle time. <laughs> Sit at the house. Corey and I played uh, Scythe, one of our rural nerdy ass. And she wore my ass again. Artistic. She wore my ass every board time. games for three need, and a half hours. We need to get more people to play that game with us so I can at least win against somebody because Laura like will the, just win. Cones of Dunshire, though, it's like the rules are always changing on you. No, it's no. not that bad. Um, we do forget how to play every time. Yeah, we play. there's a lot of rules. We learned a new rule this time. That this we, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, there was a lot of rules. We just forget rules because then it's when we remember the rule, it was like, oh yeah, I remember that now. And then it's like, oh, I forgot I couldn't do that. That's how I won, really, because I cheated. No. <laughs> So we got some messages here or some questions. Cool. Well, yeah. So I hope everybody's just taking it seriously because it is it is pretty serious. I talked to a friend in L.A. today, um, talked to some other friends from New York City, and they are all just they're actually taking it seriously. Um, And the one friend in L.A., she had been sick earlier this week or earlier this month and was pretty sure that she probably had had it. She had symptoms like it. Mm -hmm. And pretty much she's been quarantined herself since March 1st or the end of February, basically. Um, And people in New York are staying in and like this is a new normal. This is kind of this is part of being flexible in life, not clinging to things, going with the flow, letting shit happen. Letting go of what you expect the world to do for you, because all of a sudden it's not there anymore. That's a big one. It's huge. Being flexible, just figuring it out. Exercise. Well, oh wait, not that kind of flexibility. Uh, yeah, that's good too. Babe. Not loading up on carbs. Speaking of which, probably we need, shouldn't load up. We're supposed to do ten push-ups and like send no it damn to people. Pu- Y'all motherfuckers tagging me in these Instagram <laughs> challenges. I swear to God. I'll whoop your asses on them ten push-ups at a time. Anyways, so we're thinking. I'm trying to figure out because I'm on the side where like my my income hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. I just work from home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife says my wife's gone down significantly. Yeah, but mine is the same. And so we're trying to figure out. Well, what can we do to help? Right, right. Like you can't really have people over because that's our our usual go to is like. Have someone over and feed them. Yeah. Or, you know, just to... And that's just a, that's a cool thing anyway. Just you don't even have to feed motherfuckers. Just give people a chance to hang out with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just like not worry about whatever the fuck is going on. Right. But like you can't do you that. You can't do that right because now. Because it's not... Yeah. You're not supposed to be close to each other. And so... uh, But like one thing that we were talking about doing is like for our tattoo artist friends. Mm-hmm. It's like go put down a down payment. Yes. On a tattoo. Yeah. Say, yeah. Hey, start drawing this. Here's a couple hundred bucks. I think yeah. that's a great idea. I um I have been donating. Um, there's been a couple of GoFundMe's circulating Richmond for um, Richmond uh, Restaurant United, um, helping the yeah. Richmond restaurant workers. Um, everybody, everybody, the work to the restaurant, the restaurants, everybody from the back of the house, front of the house, everybody that is out of work. Um, so they are raising quite a bit of money. And going to be able to provide that as grant funding to people who um, are able to go to their website. I think check it out on Instagram, um, Richmond Re- Restaurant United. Um, there's more information there. But also donating to um, friends who, are, you know, of salons, like pre-tipping, mm-hmm. um, sending them money. Yeah. And that's basically what I've been doing and just trying to like, we don't have any money either, but I did get my tax return early and I haven't spent it on my motorcycle yet. So 
allocating some of those funds to help people out. Yeah. Yeah. There's. And that's what it's going to take because I don't think that a lot of the infrastructure is in place yet to help people who need it yesterday. Um, I know for, for a fact that small business administration is swamped and that most states aren't set up to provide any kind of grant funding to help with small businesses. So it's all coming from the federal government. Yeah, They're saying work with your local banks, but your local banks, when you call them are just like work with the small business administration, they are handling everything. So the, the wait times are longer, which means that, you know, every day seems more dire, but, um, well, even unemployment, you said they're easing restrictions for unemployment, which is through your state. Yeah. But, the states have to get that money from the federal government. Right. So I think any, pay for it. anything that anybody can do on a one-on-one level is really helpful at this point in time. You know, tip your local mechanic. Do whatever. Do whatever you can. Yeah. So anyway, that's where we're at. New normal. Hashtag new normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, but, you know, I, I, all I can think is like, okay, they like, a lot of us have been training our whole lives for this. Right. Like now is the time to be excellent to one another. Like this is, this is where the rubber meets the road, which is kind of exciting in some ways, you know, like we get to be real people, um, not just assholes all the time. Right. So we'll see. Party on Trevor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of motorcycles. What kind of tools are you going to spend your coronavirus money on? Rent, motherfucker. <laughs> Stroked cone shovel, fresco, or deraked to underlook. Whatever the fuck you want. What do you want? It's oh. your world, bud. It's yeah, I world. like them both. Like, if you do them right, if you do them mm. all the way, you know, go one way or the other. You don't need... I wouldn't mix them up, though. I personally like a little bit of ground clearance. I ain't trying to get hung up on no damn speed bumps looking like an asshole in an apartment complex. Best recommendations for a battery. Thoughts on anti-gravity. Yeah. <sighs> what kind of bike? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I just it does go, matter. I, I mean, if you want, if, if if you need to go with something small because of you know customization restrictions, I, I guess anti-gravity is going to be your best choice. But the problem is, is that they get hot, and when they get hot, they explode. I feel like I like anti-gravity for kick bikes. But I wouldn't trust it as much. Well, I usually see them fail when they go in an oil tank because the oil tanks get so uh, damn that makes hot. Sense. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, mm. Oh, Shirai's are good. We have the Shirai's in our yeah. kick in our kick only bikes, and I've, I haven't had issues with those. Yeah, I've got anti gravity in mine. No, you have a Shirai. I'm pretty sure. Do I? Yeah. Yeah. Did we buy it for you? Because that's what I've been we using in a lot. Of, I got I got it through the shop. That's yeah, what I've been using in the kick only bikes. It's and, a lithium. Oh, this is my only yeah. my only. Thought process behind those is anti gravity. You have to use the Optimate lithium charger, which is an excellent charger. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but you, I, I don't have that because I use my tender. Shiraz, you can use a regular old battery tender, which in my brain says it, something's different. You see what I'm saying? Because if you use a regular battery tender, anti gravity is going to fuck it up. But with the Shiraz, you can use a regular battery tender. So it just means they I think, have. I think they're a little more resilient. They have the little chip in there already, under the plastic somewhere. Oh, okay. Like a little chip, that, and all it does is it 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 tells the battery to stop charging when it's full. So it's smarter. Yeah. So anti gravity is a dumb battery. <laughs> yeah. Is what you're saying? Yeah. It's like an anti gravity, even though it's lithium and from the future, it's still a goddamn flip phone. 
But yeah, that's true. But like like almost every RC battery you buy right now, mm-hmm. or your little remote control car, has that in it already. Gotcha. Where you can just give it DC and it figures itself out. But and that might be why anti gravities are smaller because Shirai's are a little bit larger than the anti gravities. But they're still smaller than a conventional battery, mm-hmm. and they're definitely fucking lighter if you give a shit. And you can still mount them upside down if you fucking wanted to. I've so. seen anti-gravities fail, like blow up. Yeah. But I've not seen a Shirai do that. Exactly. Yeah. So right. you do uh, with that information what you wish. If you do run an anti-gravity, you want to make sure you have an updated charging system. That's for sure. And you can call them. They're usually pretty helpful about telling you what you need to run. I would highly recommend like a cycle electric regulator. Yes. Something on the more expensive end of yes. things to make that battery uh not fucking fry itself. I bought a house with a garage. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, what yeah. do I need to make my shop legit? Well, what are you trying to do? You should probably what get a bike lift. Yeah. I would, you know what I mean? Some kind of lift. Um, some tools would be helpful, like, you know, ratchet wrenches and such. Yeah. yeah. Uh, air compressor hose Ooh, yeah. that coils up into the ceiling so you can that's, pull it down. That's real legit. Yeah. Um, if you want to weld, you might need a welder. Mm-hmm. Um, Toolbox. An out-of-date calendar. Full of tools. <laughs> oh, yeah, a couple of those with, like, women holding wrenches in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Does enrichner circuit affect idle speed? When it's on, yeah, it's going to make the idle higher. For sure. Um, but you don't want to have it on, except for starting. Explain. So. Explain yourself. Talk that out for people to understand. Well, I'm trying to figure out why he asked this question. Oh, okay. That's what most of us call choke, but it's not actually choke, right? Yeah, and Richner circuits just it opens up another passage in the carburetor that just dumps more fuel into the bike so you can warm it up. Um, and yes, trip. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It, it's a universal trait. For carburetors with enrichment circuits, but with choke, it does the same thing. Mm-hmm. It, like traditional choke, it cuts off the air, so you're just getting less air, more gas. Same idea. Mm-hmm. So the right. question was, have it on while you're riding? No, he just says, does the enrichment circuit affect idle speed? Oh. It, it does when it's on, yeah. but when it's off, mm-hmm. it, no, it shouldn't. Okay. Unless you have an issue. Like it's yeah, not I mean, shutting that's, off. That's the whole thing of why you use it, right? Because mm-hmm. it lets the thing start up easier. Yeah. Yeah, and so we were talking about this the other day. I thought I was being a, a good motorcycle rider because, like, I'll I'll have mine on to start it and keep it on and let it warm up a little bit. Uh, but then before I take off, like I close it and then take off because I feel weird riding the motorcycle with the enrichner on. And then Corey, you said you close yours as soon as the bike is going. And then just use the throttle, correct to keep to, to warm it up. Correct, like that's really the only thing you want it. You want it just to get it started, and then warm it up with the throttle. And why is that? What does it do? It just floods your plugs. If you don't do that, you'll just you'll go through plugs faster. Because oh. like after constantly dumping too much fuel into them, it will foul the plugs. Um. So what he's doing is just tempering some of that. Yeah. Whereas when you have it on the whole time. You're not in control as much. And as it's heating up, as the, you know, as the bike's running and heating up, it doesn't need that much gas that while the enrichner's 
open is allowing it regardless. Well, I feel like if you have an enrichner open, you kind of hear like the bike will get to a certain spot and it's like, oh, it's done. And you like turn it off and then it idles. Yeah. Like it'll, there's a significant jump in how the bike sounds, at least my bike. Yeah. 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 It'll, you'll hear it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It'll start idling real fucking high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's just Corey's like old man way of doing it. And that's the way that he does it. And so that's the way that he says to do it. Well, so I understand that. I mean, it makes sense. I don't think that you're doing anything wrong or. But I also think like. Especially turning. And, it and if I only did city riding, I would 100% agree. But I feel like once you're on the interstate and have or a highway and have high RPMs for a while. I always, in my brain, it's like, oh, yeah, that cleans out everything. Like, Because <laughs> it's true, like, if you don't ride your bike fast for a while, it starts running stupid, and then you go ride it on the highway, and it runs better. Yeah, to an extent, yeah. It'll, it'll clear some of that Well, then out. that's your old mind. man. Maybe it's my head. That's your old man way yeah. of riding a motorcycle. <laughs> These are the things that you think are right. That's a good point. Um... Can you jet a bigger carb to a smaller engine or is too much carb still too much carb? It's still too much carb. That person's asking about Super E. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're asking about a Super E on an iron head. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just too much. It's just too much. If you have a very large carb that's pulling in a lot of air, you need a lot of gas to offset it. So it's going to get to this certain point where it's just like you're going to have a very hard time getting it correct. That's that's it, mm-hmm. because it's just not. It ain't gonna mix well. Ooh, tell the people about the carb that came in today. Oh yeah, so this guy called, and he said I have. What did he say? He said he had a screaming eagle carburetor, and I was like, "Well, is it a CV or like a Makuni?" Because that that was like Harley would offer those, you know. And he was like, he just kept saying it was a screaming eagle carburetor. And I was like, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. So he brought it down. And it was a Kian butterfly carb. It was basically a Kian butterfly carb, but it had an original circuit. And it was bigger than like the stock Kian carb. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was definitely a, like cast in the side of it was screaming eagle. It was a very fucking strange carburetor. And it was like, but none of the, because I was trying to find him a float needle and a, and a float bowl gasket, but none of the shit I had worked. It's like I got on the internet and I'm trying to find parts for it. And it's like. But yes, apparently in the early 80s. Yeah, like 83 ish, 84 ish, somewhere around there. They used them for like a couple of years. It was like an upgrade. It was very fucking strange. Hmm. It didn't seem like there was anything special about it other than it was bigger and it had an enrichener as opposed to a butterfly choke. Yeah. It was very weird. And, and, it was, and it was big. And it was proprietary parts that you can't find. Yeah. But it was made by Kean. For Harley. Or for, yeah, for Harley. For Screaming Eagle, man. <laughs> yeah. Is it true that two-stroke smoke can cure Corona? <laughs> uh, only if you ride <laughs> with other people. How will Corona affect bike schedule or bike events that are already scheduled? Man, they have canceled just They've already canceled. Canceled. every fucking thing. Is the shop still getting work sort during of. this? Kind of, sort, sort of. of. We will see. We will see. Uh, 
Backfire when kicking my bike. Should I worry or not? Does it backfire when it's running? That'd be the big question. This happened to me recently uh-huh. when I um, took the master class in how to not uh, set the timing on your motorcycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's the timing. <laughs> because it would backfire me. And then it, if like if it was backfiring, right. uh, yeah. it was retarded. And I'd have to advance it. Right. It's just loading up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, usually, I usually judge that kind of stuff about how, by how it runs, though, too. It's like, you know, let's say you can get the bike started. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's not so fucked that it won't start and you get it started, then ride it and see what the fuck it's doing. But usually. Yeah. Yeah. There's a timing issue. Man. And like the jolts it sent through my legs whenever it would backfire while I'm kicking it. Good God. Which is usually advanced. Oh, is it? Yeah. When it fucking kicks you back, it's usually too advanced. Because <laughs> it's firing, you know, like too late so the piston's getting right here and then it's firing and it's just fucking sending the piston back and it's kicking it through to your leg yeah well i hated it yeah <laughs> it, yeah it'll fuck you up <laughs> and it's like it is it's scary it is a little scary dude it's mine like, did it mine did it to me and fucking tore my ankle up like i was like this motherfucker yeah. Well, because you're off balance, right? You have this weird thing yeah. where you're putting all your power into this one leg, and then you're not expecting it to push back like that. <laughs> and it's like it throws everything off. Yeah. Mm. And I'm not a small person. And so I've been trying to learn how to kick without jumping up at all. Or I leave my left foot completely flat-footed and just, just kick through. Yeah. See, I guess it's a little more fun if you're like... A lighter person, and it like just sends you way back up in the air. Yeah, but you could do an endo over the handlebars. <laughs> I've, I've not flipped over the bike, but I've definitely gotten like kicked up and like, whoa, like, yeah, it's pretty fun. Hmm. Mm. Here's one of those spam. You know the spam. Oh yeah. Spam Who is yeah. it? What is it? I don't know. It says, "I see your magic. Thanks for being you." <laughs> 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 Fucking dork. <laughs> how did you get into business well that's a loaded question um <laughs> best way to stop leaks on things you really don't want to take apart pray just pray to the gods kyle thomas wants us to know that western is still shipping oh thanks kyle um Apparently, so is V-Twin. Um, they sent from their yeah. New York warehouse today, so yeah. that was cool. Sportster 1100 with stock key and carb. Runs fine, but should I switch to a CV? No. 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 Leave that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, my yeah. man. That's a good bike. You know what I'm saying? If it, if it works with that carburetor, keep Hold on. on it, yeah. Keep on keeping on. Because then you're going to open up this whole other can of worms where you got to play <laughs> with jets and deal with all the shit and get a special intake and all this other fucking shit. And if you got it and it's running good... Leave it to fuck alone. That's the way I see it. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's that's the same way people end up with S and S's on their shit. <laughs> They're like, I feel like it should be faster. <laughs> put this big fucking I'm gonna put this big goddamn toilet bowl on it. <laughs> well, it's weird because you like Yeah, man, that's what you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like all I need is a little bit more air and a little more fuel. <laughs> This thing's going to get it. It's going to be good to go. 
And then you realize, no. No. This carburetor wasn't designed for this engine. Right. Um. So I had another customer walk in the door the other day, and um, I think I gave him the right answer, but here's his question. If I switch out my plugs and my and my wires, will that could I get more power out of my bike <laughs> with an upgraded version of what I already have? For plugs and wires? Yes. Maybe a little bit, but I don't think it would be that noticeable. That's that was the question. I like if you put it on the I mean, dyno, was, yeah. Like did a before and after, you'd be like, you got four more horsepower. Okay. Like, that was the answer that I gave him. Um, and also I pointed out that he has an O2 uh, soft tail that has 38,000 miles on it and never had the cam chain tensioners <laughs> done and that he should probably be prioritizing his money towards things that are needed now and not the bars that he was thinking about or the spark plug wire situation. Yeah. Right. I would agree with that. Okay. The the not sexy stuff is the, the most expensive though. Yeah, I know. It um, like hurts your soul when you think you're about to just, have a badass motorcycle. Just the logic behind the the wanting to make it something other, you know, just I don't know. I don't know how to like explain to people. Corey does a better job than I do because I don't want to dash their hopes and dreams, mm-hmm. especially when he's all talking about. My buddy's going to do the work for me, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just like, good luck. I don't know what to tell you. Let me know if you need help with finding the parts. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, and you got a baby coming and <laughs> man just had some issues. <laughs> People love spending money on handlebars. Huh? <laughs> yeah. He wanted at least 12. So I was like, well, if you do that, then we got to. You know, here's the price for the bars. Mm-hmm. Then here's the price for all the extensions. Yeah. Then here's the price for the labor. Then are you going to do it yourself? No, you're not. Then here's the price when you fuck it up. Yeah. Yep. So that's all right. I think um, coronavirus will set them straight. <laughs> Boy. That's all right. Well, that's all we got for questions. Oh, good. Those are some pretty good questions. So. I'm glad that some people are working. That's good. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody does. That's the thing. No. It's true. The future is unwritten. I think that's the new normal. The new normal is we don't fucking know. And we never have known. So whatever idea you had in your head about what was actually happening was never real. Yeah. This is it. This is reality. You don't fucking know. The value of the market is in the labor. Oh, that's nice. We know that now. That's real. Better. Yeah. Thank you, Marks, (laughs) for telling us that a long time ago. We didn't listen. (laughs) Man. Not that I'm a Marxist, but. Oh, we did have one more question. Can't be talking like that. We sorry, we did have one more question. Oh, what was the other? From my buddy Christian. What's oh Christian? Yeah, so he wanted he, he want, requested a food segment. He wants a food segment. Oh yeah, of so, Nartok. So, so we can we can make him happy and call this. I don't know Christian's Cook's Corner or some shit. Oh yeah. What do you think? I like it. But so he, he he wants to know, drumsticks or flatties. All right. So. Oh yeah, yeah, with wings. Yeah. My. Uh, interpretation of this i'm just going to take the the lead on this one 
It really has to do with who I'm eating wings with. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll take either one. But most often people have, you know, a preference. So. And I never thought about my preference until she brought it up. She said I definitely eat more flats. Yep, you do. So that means I eat the drum. I mean, the way I feel about chicken wings is the way I feel about most food. Is like, I just like it. Yeah. But um, but flatties are so much better, and here's why. Because I've developed a technique. I have a technique as well. Where I remove the bones yeah. first. Yeah. You, 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 like, you can break apart the gristle first. You do like a little, like auxiliary twist yeah yeah and then once the gristles has the two bones separated then you twist the bones individually <laughs> until they separate from the meat and you pull the bones out yeah now you got a boneless chicken wing that's yeah. true that's dip central right there <laughs> so i'm gonna dip that in my blue actually, cheese or ranch it can almost become a scoop at that point because yeah. you can kind of fold it mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like a little edible spoon like a chicken spoon and and everyone knows that the best wing joints actually just have the best ranch dressing for the dip. <laughs> so I'm a blue cheese guy. Or the, or the, or the best blue cheese. Right, but it's, it's the dip. It is the dip. You're right. I mean, there are some spots that have, like, next-level wings. Right. But if you're just talking about your shitty local bar, mm-hmm. getting the wings, they just got to have good dip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get good dip on them flats when they're boneless like that. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's, that's real. That's real. All right, so we got two for two for flats. Yeah, so I guess that me- leaves me with the legs. That's fine, guys. <laughs> but I love, the, I love legs too. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat those. Or the, the drumsticks. Man, I burned the shit on my fingers doing that move though <laughs> when they come out hot. Oh, they'll fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. All right. So, uh, yeah. So send us your cook questions. <laughs> Obviously, we uh, we have an opinion. Yeah, and you got you're talking about three people. Cook and it's love true. to eat exactly. Yeah, it's true. It's That's true. true. Speaking of which, tonight Corey <laughs> realized that um, last week when we did our our uh, order from Wegmans and they were out at all the meats, I had put on the list. We had those uncured wieners, the <laughs> Wegmans brand uncured wieners. Right, um, they were off the list. So the woman that was purchasing for us did what she could do and got us what she thought might work. They were hot dogs. Yeah. Right. So tonight Corey was like, we haven't eaten those hot dogs. It's been almost like a week and a half. We should probably eat those, but we could just mix them in with what we're making tonight. So we went ahead and did delicious Italian sausage <laughs> with kale and brought, you know, uh, garlic, <laughs> butter beans, <laughs> fucking hot dog chunks. <laughs> cut up. It was hood. It was hood. <laughs> And at least they weren't total. They were like trash hot dogs. It was, yeah. you know, yeah, but it's still a goddamn spread. hot dog. Yeah. But it's like you just had to eat all the hot dog out of your bowl real quick, <laughs> and then you had a delicious meal. <laughs> <laughs> they still got eight though. They didn't get thrown away. This time, this time, this time right. right now is not to be throwing away food. Yeah, we ain't right. throwing away food. We gotta sacrifice. All right, so. um Back by popular demand, just to get everybody in a better mood, we brought in some heavy hitters tonight. Y'all ready for this? Dealership reviews. The parts department needs supervision. I left a message. No call back. Called again. Place an order. 
gave him a HD gift card, but they did not apply it to the balance. I emailed them before the order shipped to ask if they applied the credit. No response. When I received the parts, the invoice showed, and they again did not apply the gift card. Emailed them again. Again, no response. Won't be ordering anything from this store again. Now, the reason I chose this one is... So did you just get the parts for free? <laughs> Why are you so upset? Yeah, I don't understand. I'm very fucking confused by your review. <laughs> Dumbass. Rude, crude, and socially sucked. <laughs> <laughs> totally ignored me. Wanted to spend some big bucks, but I walked around with my prison ink all over, and they must have thought I was broke. <laughs> Jesus just okay mediocre food for the price it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's Christian's real food corner. <laughs> this place has the worst and most disgusting cheap food I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> ever. It was horrible. If I was homeless, I'd starve to death or go dumpster diving at Sonic next door before I ate a freshly made sausage biscuit or anything at Harley Davidson. <laughs> Apparently, dealerships serve food. I guess. Because oh I know God. we thought it was so hilarious when we saw the first one, <laughs> yeah. but I think it might be a thing. That's funny. It still is hilarious. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. It is. All right. Was in there a month or so ago to pick out my sister a bell for her first Harley. The bitch at the counter was very rude because it was taking me a while for me to pick one as my sister is 58 and I'm 68, so I wanted a special one for her. <laughs> I told her I might be a while and she was making smart remarks. She popped up out of nowhere and said to me, oh, just pick one. It shouldn't take that long. I wanted to punch her in the throat. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 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 You think that guy's divorced? <laughs> Why is throat punching so funny? <laughs> he, he dropped a hard B early on, too. I know. I know. Oh, my God. So these are from Yelp. Lori found these, and there's actually... These aren't any better. The response yeah. is, is the, the, the best. Yeah. So the guy that owns the dealership responded. <laughs> Do not go to this Harley... Repairs cost nearly 2000 that were the fault of the dealership. Instead of making amends for shabby mechanics, the GM threatens to fire the tech if we take my bike without paying the ill-gotten 2000 Hope it was worth it. Working with the, B the Better Business Bureau and Harley Corporate to rectify the situation. Let's see how you like being on that Fort Carson restricted list. Update. You obviously have mixed me up with another disgruntled customer. You posted the exact same message. True unprofessionalism at its finest, folks. Thanks for helping my case. A business owner responds, Sir, you had a high-performance Stage 4 117 motor kit installed in your motorcycle. You drove it like you stole it for 10,000 miles, broke a valve spring, which means you were probably bouncing it off the rev limiter, and completely destroyed various other parts at the same time. There's no warranty to cover the $5,000 in repairs, so management tried to help you out by selling you the parts at dealer cost, charged you no labor for the repairs, and you were out the door for $1,600 tax and all. We also offered to take care of the $1,600 and take your bike is... As is on trade and give you another 15 off the price of a brand new 2018 from the floor and you opted out of that as well. Then when you came to pick your motorcycle up, you tried to just jump on it and drive away without paying. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not only is that dishonest behavior from a soldier, it's also a crime. Had we not locked the bike and held the keys, you would be going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) I like the full story on this one. Yeah. (laughs) I was at your location today and had the misfortune to meet a tiny blonde with big rubber hooters. (laughs) (laughs) I have ridden since the 70s, so I have come to expect a little attitude from young girls that work at the HD dealer. But this girl was just plain disrespectful. With a sigh and a roll of her eyes when forced to answer my interrupting questions, she made her disapproval known. If it weren't for the brunette that was working with her to take up the sale with the proper attitude, I would have walked out and never come back and told every paying biker I know about the girl and the girl in Pueblo that needs a beatdown. If my employees displayed that kind of nonsensical attitude towards the customer, I'd fire them on the spot. Update. So I received a reply to my complaint about the proceeding. Those were exact words left on the website. Whoa. Wow, I didn't read this ahead yeah. of time. Well, the skanking question must be the respondent's girlfriend because he was more offended. He was more offended than when his beloved Hillary lost. Why a feedback page if you're going to get butthurt about the comments? Despairing remarks, attempts to insult my intelligence, which always fail coming from the synapsity and synaptically inept and accurate there we go and accusations about my status of mental health demanding an apology <laughs> and threats of law enforcement to boot but also reject rejecting any future business well which is it <laughs> There we go. I lost my place. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I'm a major stockholder, so sorry you're stuck with customers like me. What? You know, the non-politically correct, honest ones. The ones who don't tolerate nonsense from libtards like you. Oh, my God. Maybe you should go sell Hondas. <laughs> <laughs> Trump won because Americans are sick of people like you and your righteous bullshit. No wonder Outpost is hanging on by a physical thread. Fortunately, a real dealership is right up the street. So be warned. Your dealership does not want business from honest Americans. Take your hard-earned money from somewhere else. This guy, LOL, (laughs) a true telephone tough guy. Put down the keyboard and stop by. I'll introduce you to that girl's husband that you're speaking of. I'm sure he'd love to meet you, as would many of us. Merry Christmas. Damn. Wild, man. I like the the fact that, like, this, you know... I had a bad interaction with them. They must be a liberal. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I know. She's a bitch and got big rubber hooters. She's a skank, yet I'm the one that was a victim here. Man, (laughs) woman hating is a real thing. Oh, yeah. That's the real pandemic (laughs) in America. (laughs) Yep. Man. So I hope that everybody everybody got a little laugh out of that. (laughs) Took you out of your your normal life at the uh, moment. Yeah. The blonde with big rubber hooters. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is terrible. Oh my god. So anyway. I've been riding since the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you gotta bring Trump into it too. Yes. Everything's gotta be somehow like, This is why Trump won, because you made me mad. <laughs> like really? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what else we got? (laughs) This aha beverage was delicious. Yeah, you like that? It's pretty good. It's a new sparkling beverage by Coca-Cola Company. 
Mm-hmm. They got uh, caffeine and electrolytes. Woo! All right. So I'm ready to go. Yeah. To yeah. go home. Feeling and juiced. Sit on the couch <laughs> and watch Tiger King. Oh, you better. Yeah, we started it. <laughs> Shit is wild. Is it? Yeah. I can't wait. It says it's top. It's top, number one in the country one right now on Netflix. on Netflix. It's the it's the craziest true story I've ever heard in my whole life. No shit. Wow. It's yeah. a great endorsement from Trevor Christie, everybody. Yeah. No shit. Well, there's just so much to it. That's why. There's like layer after layer. How many se- uh, episodes? Seven. We're gonna. It's gonna be a late night. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. I don't think I got anything else. Either. Everything's kind of on pause for the moment, so there's no events. There's uh, just the internet and podcasts, and everybody yeah. fucking stay safe. Don't get sick. And I might do my first virtual happy hour tomorrow. Cute. I'm not looking forward to it. It might be all right. I think you guys can still ride your motorcycles, though. Yeah. So you definitely can. You should definitely be doing that. If you're riding with people, just... Keep your helmets on when you talk to each other so you can't yeah. understand what you're saying anyway. Yeah, yeah. I we went on a not. decent ride the other night with some buds. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I felt I felt like uh, we hadn't ridden in a while, and I felt like I was like making dumb mistakes like I normally do, and it felt really good. <laughs> like trying to turn down... A street and then realizing that it's a stoplight. So like skidding into the middle of the intersection. <laughs> <laughs> or like going the wrong way. Or like people who were in the front who were supposed to just break off the pack. But then half the pack followed them too. And then it was like, wait, everybody, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, it was like a good, you know, normal shit show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a good point. There's nothing dangerous. Well... It's always dangerous to ride your motorcycle, but it's actually less dangerous right now. Yeah, there's so fewer people out. Yeah, it's like true. But you're not going to catch a virus nope. riding a motorcycle. No, you're going too fast. Yep. So, cool. Yeah, so everybody go out and ride. That's what I, my, my prescription is mm-hmm. to do so. Cool. All right, we got a song? Yeah. Uh, local Richmond band Big No have a release this year, and the song... Is called Let Us Save You. Nice. Which we will. All right, y'all. We'll talk at you next week. Appreciate you for listening. Tell all your friends and uh, enjoy it. Peace.